BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And this is This Week in Skating. We scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates. This episode, we're bringing you the news and updates through May 21st. We're back. Season two of This Week in Skating. Though I don't think we should say we're back. Because we really haven't gone anywhere. This is just officially our season two. That's true. We (laughs) didn't really go anywhere. We did uh, record a bunch of interviews for everybody. So I hope you guys liked those. Since our last weekly episode, we had some interviews with Olivia Smart, Kurt Browning, Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier, and Pascal Denis. We also had Jackie Wong on to recap the season. Melanie Haney joined us to talk about what's special about the World Team Trophy, and Jarena Ribbons came on to talk about Ice Theater of New York. Yeah, we didn't really take a break. We were still bringing you episodes each week. I think we didn't miss a week. No, I think you got an episode every week, and maybe sometimes even two. But yeah, we wanted to make sure that even though we weren't doing the weekly episodes, this week in skating was still continuing as we transition um, to the off season. We're officially in the off season now before we really get started um, with next season. Yeah, that's true. And this episode almost didn't happen this week because we, in the interest of planning everything, we thought we had everything ready, but you know what? Life gets in the way sometimes. So there were a few things behind the scenes happening And we found this little window of time so that we could record today because Gina's in the middle of her birthday celebrations, really. I mean, when this podcast comes out, it will be Gina's birthday. So I want to wish her a very happy birthday. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, (laughs) we I thought today I was like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to record this podcast. And it's been just so busy because where I live right now is being taken over by golf. If you're a golf fan. 
You know, the PGA Championship is this big major golf event. It's taking place where I live right now, and it's so busy here with everybody all golf all the time. Um, and my brother and my father are have been there all week, and so, yeah, and they want to see me, and so it was trying to arrange schedules <laughs> and stuff. But, yeah, um, it made me get excited thinking, well, golf was here. Could my city ever hold a big skating event? And I was like, uh, probably not. They might be no. able to. Yeah, I think Skate America was once held in Rochester, but I'm not quite sure. I think back in the day, but I don't yeah. know now. Uh, our city isn't so hey, great. Skate America was held in Portland, Maine. I think it was 1986. <laughs> yeah, way back okay. before I was even going to co- way before I was going to competitions. Yeah, I'd love to see Portland host a competition again because our arena cross insurance arena has been completely redone okay it's got a different name from the cumberland county civic center that it had back in 86 um yeah it's it's a beautiful arena with beautiful seating the lighting is great it'd be fun to have a competition here yeah you know we'll see i mean one of the things we're going to talk about a little bit later on is the location of skate america yes yes that did come out during our break, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, we're going to mention some things in this episode that may have happened while we were on our break that we still think are important to mention, maybe some big featured profile articles. Um, so, you know, we're going to hear some news that you might already know about. We're going to just bring you a lot in this episode, but it's not going to be a long one. We're going to keep it to our normal length and and. Don't forget, too, to stick around to the very end because we have a drawing for our first piece of This Week in Skating Swag, which is our coffee mug. Yes. We're hoping, too, in the future to offer some swag for sale for anyone who's interested. There are some other things coming. Uh, We're going to be rolling them out over the next couple of months. So once we get to the fall, everything should be all rolled out and available to everyone. It's kind of funny. We're talking about this being the off season. However, there are competitions that are taking place right now as we're kind of going into the 23-24 season. It's, yes. it's warm-up events because a lot of the skaters at the lower levels, their season is a little bit different than the junior and seniors. So they get started a little bit earlier. We have a bit to talk about. Uh, so we're just going to, I think, just get started with event results. Yes. So one event we want to mention is the Theater on Ice International Competition that was held at the Skating Club of Boston back at the end of April. It was April 20th to the 23rd. And it was the first time this competition was held since 2019. Um, the Nations Cup Senior, Junior, and Novice results, and the Adult Gold Cup results, and we'll have all of those results in our show notes. The Thailand Open Figure Skating in Bangkok from May 2nd to the 4th, which was preceded by an international coach seminar in singles and pairs. It was supported by ISU Development, which we had Susanna Rakamo on way back early in our podcast life to talk about the ISU Development Committee. So that um, 
That seminar took place April 26th through 29th, and it was led by Olga Ganacheva and Alexei Letov with help from their students, Jimmy Ma, Emily Chan, Spencer Howe, and Misha Mitrofanov. So we will have the results from the Thailand Open in our show notes, as usual. Yeah, and I know I saw on social media, like Jimmy and Emily and Spencer and Misha, with like elephants um they were really enjoying their time in uh thailand it was really cool to see that so um yeah that was an interesting i didn't i didn't know why they were there until i think um i was looking and saw that there was that um that seminar that was going on and that they were leading it well the oceana international took place in auckland new zealand um may 15th to the 17th and again We'll have the info in our show notes. And the ISU Adult International taking place May 15th through the 20th in Obertsdorf, Germany. Midori Ito, the 1992 Olympic silver medalist, won the Masters Elite Women 3 and 4 artistic figure skating event at the age of 53. It's incredible. <laughs> She's been going to this competition and it's raised the profile and also shown that it doesn't matter your age. You can right. still get out there and enjoy skating in yeah. a competitive environment. Yeah, that was so cool. I think I saw a video of her competing. Um, so very cool. Well, Mexico Cup was taking place this past weekend. Um, Team USA had debuts um, in Advanced Novice Girls, Annika Chow and Cleo Park. Now, the competition is still going on as we're recording this. Um, Annika and Cleo were one in two after last night's short program. The free skate is tonight. So um, we will have the link in our show notes for the results of that. So you can check back and um, see what the the final results were. So let's move on to our general skating news. The ISU published the 23-24 Junior Grand Prix general announcement document on May 9th on their JGP info page. So we will include that. Well, the Hungarian Skating Federation announced May 10th they have withdrawn from hosting the 2024 European Championships due to the war its impact on the economy and energy prices. So now the ISU has asked that any countries interested in hosting the event contact them by May 26th. So we will have to see who will host the European Championships this coming season. Um, I always think maybe Estonia uh, (laughs) Talon (laughs) is going to... Step Step in again, but we'll have to wait and see where Europeans will be. I think sometimes it's hard with the event moving around every year. It's difficult to uh, be able to count on things. So this is unfortunate Mm -hmm. that they've decided to do this. I guess there have been some tumultuous times at Hungarian Figure Skating Federation lately. Mm -hmm. Some different news items coming out that are not necessarily the most positive. So hopefully they're able to get all of that worked out. One thing also, Gina, I wanted to point out is the ISU's been incredibly busy releasing uh, communications over the last month, including the single and pair skating levels of difficulty and guidelines for grade of execution and program components. They also released the ice dance requirements 
for technical rules for the 23-24 season. So those are two really big releases that came from the ISU. Skate Canada announced on April 26th that Calgary will host the 2024 Canadian National Championships. They also unveiled their 23-24 domestic event calendar on May 16th. Well, U.S. Figure Skating announced that on May 10th, they were going to announce the location for Skate America. Unfortunately, what happened during that time frame was not expected. We did not expect um, a mass shooting to occur and unfortunate and devastating that this continues to happen in our country. Um, U.S. Figure Skating did release a statement announcing the location um, on their planned date of May 10th, saying Skate America would happen in Allen, Texas, but that at this time, no information on tickets. Again, I think we were all expecting Skate America to be announced on May 10th, and U.S. Figure Skating wanted to still give fans that news but be respectful to the events that had taken place that weekend in Allen, Texas. And so they stopped their social media teasers after it happened. I know some people on Facebook or Twitter and Instagram were saying, no, they continue to give us clues. They did not. They no. stopped. Um, but they still wanted to make sure they, they released that news on May 10th. And I think the way they did it with a statement saying their thoughts and prayers went out, was well done when an organization states that they're going to release information on a certain day skating fans get really excited and they're they are you know they wait to see what the announcement's going to be and i think had the usfs not made any announcement people would have been upset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not understood now they would have understood you know a week or two later why they didn't make an announcement but in the meantime there just would have been a lot of negativity and there still was Mm -hmm. some negativity around this yeah there definitely was and i think i said to all you know our group that you know they were damned if they did and damned if they didn't if they didn't come out with something on may 10th people would have been upset where was this news it's supposed to come out may 10th and if it they did come out with it it would have maybe Maybe they didn't like the way they came out with the news. We had heard it was going to be Allen, Texas. So mm-hmm. we were kind of like, well, if U.S. figure skating doesn't announce it, we know why. We know but why, yeah. But I think fans didn't realize where it was going to be. And so without knowing that little bit of news, you were going to be upset if you didn't mm-hmm. get that news on May 10th that you were hoping for. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think... Again, we we know where the location is, um, and and soon here we will know um, ticket sales. I mean, it's been a few weeks since um, since the shooting happened. Again, thoughts and prayers to that community and all who were affected, and 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 hopefully we will stop this um, and make changes in this country so that this doesn't continue to happen in city after city after city. Um, but so, yeah. yeah, so that was the news that came out, um, on May 10th. That's Allen, Texas will be hosting Skate America. And, um, Daphne's been there. She knows the venue. She knows the area around there. So. Yeah. Much like we did last year where we had a, an episode or a part of an episode where we were talking about the area. 
I think we can do that again because this is an area I've been to twice. Anne and I go to the Dallas Classic. We've been the last two times. I thought it was kind of strange this year <laughs> because they moved it to Plano. And I was thinking, why would why are you doing that when the lighting, everything is great at, at Allen. And I had heard from a local person that the ice was being pulled up and things, they were doing some things there. And so I was intrigued by that because also in addition to the Dallas Classic changing locations, the dates changed a little bit. <laughs> Usually it's like a week and a half before my birthday and now it's like leads into my birthday. So I have, I have some stuff to share. So if you guys okay. want that, let us know. I can do it sooner rather than later once the ticket information is yeah. available. Because then I'll have a better idea of exactly what um, what things are going to look like. And I really was hoping that they would get an event because Anne and I, the first time we went there... It was our first event back after 18 months of not going. <laughs> so we were looking around at everything. And I know that we left that competition thinking they could hold an event here at JDP or a Skate America. It could work in this venue because it's big enough. And now it's coming to <laughs> fruition. The The sad thing for me is I'm not going um, and the scheduling doesn't work. But I'm willing to share all the information that I have. And I'm quite sure that Anne, Robin, Gina, and all of the others are going to be there. So, again, let us know. I'm happy to share what info I have. Um, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that since I'm heading. The plan is for me to head to Allen in October. And I have not been to Texas or Allen. Um, yeah. So I could use that little information um, as well as our listeners. Yeah. So moving on, U.S. Figure Skating announces 2024 adult qualifying season and adult nationals are going to take place in Melanie Haney's own Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio. She better be the event photographer <laughs> for that. Well, 2002 Olympic gold medalist Sarah Hughes has filed to run for Congress, um, New York's fourth district on Long Island. So maybe Sarah Hughes can help bring some change to um, at least New York, but maybe our country too, if she goes further along. Yeah, that was really surprising, but also exciting news. Yes, and it, she's running for the House of Representatives. So it is the representative for New York. So she can bring change not only to New York, but hopefully bring some change to our country as well. Definitely. So Ice Dance Elite's website was updated recently, includes the profiles on the two new teams um, that repre will represent Canada. They are junior. There's Emma Goodstadt, who has teamed up with Christian Bennett, who, of course, is from the United States, and Sophia Gover and Great Britain's Billy Wilson French. We'll have the link to that in our show notes. All the IDE teams performed in Scarborough's Spring Showcase, and that was live streamed via the Facebook page, um, so we'll include that link as well. And then finally, Czech Republic's Denisa Chimlova and Russia's Dario Sirisano are in Montreal now, training for the season, 
However, the Russian Federation denied his release on May 18th, so he is not going to be eligible to compete for Czech Republic. It's possible that he could go to the ISU and request they get involved in the release. Um, but stay tuned. We will report on this situation as info becomes available. Well, next up is our recent articles and interviews segment. The Fan Zone, uh, U.S. Figure Skating's Fan Zone, did an article on Alexa Knierm and Brandon Fra- Frazier. They share their upcoming plans, um, but have not announced their retirement from competition. Um, it kind of does sound like they're probably not going to compete this coming season because um, it talked about Br- Brandon going to school and Alexa moving to be with Chris in the Chicago area. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see, but it was a nice little update on them. Timothy LaDuke returned to Cedar Rapids, Iowa to skate in their hometown's club show on May 20th. Well, Maya and Alex Shibutani have been very busy since <laughs> during our break. I feel like I've seen them everywhere. Um, there was an interview on ABC popsugar.com an article um and now this coming week they will have a discussion panel um on sunday may 28th from two to three at the ann arbor district library the library intends to provide a live stream of this event pending the presenter's permission so we'll check back um we will let you know if that is going to be live streamed um once we get a little closer but yeah we um that would be interesting for fans who are not in the Ann Arbor area to listen to this discussion panel. Yeah, I'm interested as well. They released their book and they've been on a media tour for that over the last month or two. I really would love to get them on to talk about all this additional work that they're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Carol Heiss Jenkins and Hayes Allen Jenkins were featured in a New York State local article. Well, Golden Skate has been busy posting some articles in this offseason. One article was with Japan's Hano Yoshida. And they also included video interviews with Germany's Hoke and Kunkel and South Korea's Si Hyung Lee. 2017 U.S. Novice Champion and now University of Wisconsin student Angelina Hong recounts her skating career and how she rediscovered her love for the sport in a 10-minute documentary, and it's called Wild Ice, and we'll have the link to that in our show notes. So one of the pieces that we wanted to talk about in this edition of This Week in Skating was this incredible article that Talia Barrington wrote for Slate. Mm -hmm. It talks about same-sex gender pairs and the rules around it, And she also was interviewed on Slate's April 24th podcast. So we wanted to draw more attention to this fantastic article. And basically everything as a whole that Talia researched and put together so well to shine a light on Canada's same-sex gender pairs and dance teams rule change. Yeah, and when after that article came out, uh, Jordan from On Ice Perspectives also released a couple videos with Madison Hubble and Gabriella Papadakis, kind of 
demonstrating a little bit of what the same sex kind of ice dance would look like. Um, and those were really well received. And I think there's might've been some other videos that have come out since then. Um, but yeah, this is definitely continues the discussion, um, about this. And we love to have Thalia and Maddie. I know she's busy with a wedding planning. Um, because that wedding is coming up very soon, and Gabby on to talk about, you know, um, their work and trying to push, and, you know, Caitlin Weaver as well. And there's a lot of people who are really working to push the same-sex um, gender rules and, and, and bring this, you know, to, to the, the ISU. limelight. Yeah. Yeah. To the, yeah. Make change more globally versus just in one country. Yes. Well, Golden Skate interviewed USA's Luca Broussard. Um, back on April 24th is when the article came out. They interviewed him at Junior World. So um, that is another thing that came out during our break. And finally, this came out at the end of April, but Japanese Skating Federation confirmed the partnership splits of Haruna Murakami, Sumitada Moriguchi, and the ice dance team of Naokita and Masaya Morita. Now, was that Kathy Reed's ice dance team? It or- is. Mm, it is. She yeah. still has one more um, that's that's at the lo- a level lower than this team. Mm-hmm. And I know that from what I've read, both Naokita and Masaya Morita are looking for new partners. Okay. Well, moving on to our social media updates, news that came out this week was Team USA's Katerina Wolfkosten. She announced on Instagram that she and Dmitry Tarevsky are skating together and are training, training at MIDA, which is the Michigan Ice Dance Academy, with Charlie White, Tanith White, and Greg Zerlin. Slovakia's Maria Sofia Petrova and Nikita Lysak have changed coaches from Barbara Fusapoli and Roberto Pelizzola to Luca Lanote. Norway's Mila Rude Retten, who previously represented Germany for one season, she is going to be now with Nikolai Majorov. They're a new ice dance team for Sweden, and Nikolai, if you remember, was a single skater for Sweden, and he is now switching over to ice dance. Maybe this is a whole thing that um, Dice K kind of got started with, okay, my single career is over. I'm going to ice dance. You know, I don't know if that is the situation, but if it is, I think it's wonderful. <laughs> and Nikolai is only 22, so he still oh, okay. has. So he's on the younger he's side. He's on the younger yeah. side. So I think, you know, let's give him a chance and see what he's able to do over the next hopeful decade. Now, now maybe my memory is just I've been it's the off season, but is has there been a team for Sweden for ice dance? Yes. Um there was a team that they didn't compete that often. Okay. But they they have competed. Yeah. So, Czech Figure Skating announced that Barbara Kuchyanova and Martin Bidar are a new pairs team. Korea's Hyjin Chow and Steven Atcock have ended their partnership. Um, Chow is searching for a new partner um, and, to, and wants to plan to continue to represent South Korea. Uh, Steven posted on May 6th that he has retired from skating due to a back injury. Asuza Tanaka and Shingo Nishiyama 
have been announced as a new ice dance team for Japan. They're going to be training at the Ice Academy in Montreal. And there are two new pairs for Japan based in the Kinoshita Academy in Kyoto. Yuna Yagioka and Sumitada Moriguchi are one team. And Sei Shimuzu and Lucas Siyoshi Honda, who are ISU junior age eligible, so they can compete at the junior level, the second team I just mentioned. So there's two new teams for Japan. You know, we did wonder if the success of the top Japanese pair was going to kind of spark some love of pairs or some new pairs teams. This is good news for Japan to to have a couple of teams that are able to go out and compete. Yeah. Now, what Moriguchi, it was the age, wasn't it? The age with his previous partner. So yeah. not surprising here that the two, I know they were both single skaters, the two split, and now he has a new partner. Um, you know, it, it brings up that whole age thing and how that's going to affect, you know, our team here in the U.S. as well. It, you know, will they stay together um, and not be able to compete internationally this season or what? So. Yeah, I yeah. wonder if the split of this team, how that's going to affect the push for there to be some exceptions made, because they were one of the teams that were on that list of mm-hmm. these are the teams affected. I'm wondering how, you know, by taking them out of the equation, is that going to weaken that push? Because then it's only, I think, two teams left that are under that but you know it will be exciting to see how these two new teams develop over mm-hmm. the next couple of years well Balaj Naj who had skated for the U.S. and then he skated for Hungary um in the 2021-2022 season posted a clip of a split triple twist with Chelsea Liu who you remember competed with Danny O'Shea um back in the 2020 one 2022 season it was mostly in the fall of that season um the caption of the post said we're back and they posted this on may 8th they didn't really come out and say we're partnering but it makes us think that there is a partnership happening there so good to see them both back great britain's natasha mckay has announced her retirement from competitive skating so we wish her the very best as she moves on to the next phase of her skating career well someone else who has moved on to the next phase of life maybe not skating was two-time olympic gold medalist tessa virtue posted that she graduated from the university of pennsylvania's masters of applied positive psychology program this week and she was in her cap and gown holding her diploma and some photos so congratulations to tessa maybe tessa will use that degree since it is in psychology to (laughs) do some positive things if she wants to remain or come back to be involved with the sport Mm -hmm. that would be great yeah i think we need it Mm -hmm. so Program announcements is going to be a new feature as part of our schedule when we do our recordings. We'll have more of that next week. This week, we're just going to point out uh, Jordan Cowan filmed a 14-minute video of the process of Camden Pulkin and Short Program being choreographed by Marie-France Debray in Montreal. 
Yes, there were a lot of program announcements that took place during our little break, and we just didn't have the time to um, gather them all, but we will be starting to announce more programs um, in our upcoming episodes as we move into next season. But this is the time when we're seeing a lot of program announcements happen. So, um, And we may put together a list of those program announcements on our website so you can see them um, as well. Well, moving on to upcoming events for the week, Stars on Ice in Canada wrapped up, and now Stars on Ice in the U.S. premiered in Anaheim, California last night, which, well, May 20th, so last night from when we're recording this, Um, and there are seven shows to follow, and it ends in Hershey, Pennsylvania on June 4th, and that's the show I'm going to be at. Um, Some of the Canadian cast members have left the tour and now Nathan Chen has joined on along with U.S. national champions Ilya Molinin and Isabeau Levito. And that is, uh, for Ilya and Isabeau, it's their first Stars on Ice tour. So, um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to going to the show in a couple weeks. Um, and we've been talking about Stars on Ice because we had Kurt Browning on and we had Piper and Paul so um, we've been really trying to promote the tour this season. Um, so, yeah, if you can, can get to see a show, definitely go check it out. Yeah, the, and as we mentioned before, this is Kurt Browning's last tour. I know he had an emotion. It was an emotional night when they wrapped up the tour last week. The uh, Canadian tour, of course, Kurt's home country, finishing out 30 years with Stars on Ice was emotional for not only him, but the fans in attendance mm-hmm. and the other cast members on the tour who had, especially those who had toured with him previously. Yeah. And uh, Paul told me I need to bring my Kleenex when I go to Hershey. So yeah. I am prepared because that's officially his last show. Um, Completely, you know, so I'm, I'm prepared to have uh, some tears being shed. <laughs> in Hershey. I think it was cool though that when we did talk to him, he has some plans around adult skating. Yeah. That I yeah. think are pretty amazing. So maybe we can get him to come back on and talk to us once he has that up and running. Mhm. Because it sounds fascinating and I think our listeners who are adult skaters would find that um helpful and uh, inspiring that he's yeah. moving on to do these sorts of things. Agree. So, Gina, that brings us to the end of our scheduled content. Can you let folks know where they can find us? You can find us at our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. On social media, Twitter, at thiswkinskating. And then Facebook and Instagram, it's thisweekinskating. Um, we would love your feedback or your questions. If you've got some feedback for us on what you'd like to see for Season 2, definitely reach out to us on social media, or you can email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support we've received via email and social media and the reviews that were left on Apple iTunes. Yeah, It's exciting to know what you guys think. And as we push forward through season two, we are taking your suggestions to heart in building this podcast even more. Gina and I have been somewhat overwhelmed with support that we've received 
So <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> I don't I don't think when we started this podcast over a year ago um that we would be at the point where we are now that we felt yeah. so much that we had to continue. Like we had to make sure there was a week with an episode. Yeah. Even though we weren't going to do a weekly episode. Yeah. So it was nice to take a break from the weekly episodes, but yes. we just didn't want to stop the momentum. There was yeah. a lot of momentum coming towards the podcast. Um, so we just kept going. But yeah, it's been, again, I would have never expected this <laughs> we, <laughs> one we, year later. Yeah. It's not something I expected either. And having been involved in podcasting for a couple of years, it was it was still a surprise. I think it shows that there was a need for this type of content in a weekly format. And it's helping motivate us to continue to bring this to you guys every week. Mm-hmm. It's really built this excitement and really you know heightened our love of the sport because we know that you guys are looking forward to this and it Mm -hmm. it just makes us excited to be able to put it together for you every week and well we like to end the episode shining a lens on what's going on over at idc and fso we're not ending the episode that way because we have one final bit of business to do at the very end so we will share though that um, over at IDC, I am doing the new team series. So I'm in the process of getting all of the questions answered and sent back to me so that I can um, start those getting published in mid-June. Also, I'm still working on the solo section and I'm doing some interviews with solo ice dancers. Um, And I will have some photos from... A couple of things. Robin's been very busy shooting some stuff, so I will have some new photos to post as well. Gina, what's going on over at FSO? So I've been working on a lot of different things. One thing is, yes, Robin has been, even though the season's over, Robin is still traveling. Uh, She went to a couple Stars on Ice shows in Canada. Now she's going to a couple in the U.S., so Stars on Ice photos. She also went to the Ice Theater of New York, Um, And those photos I should have up by the time you hear this episode. I've started editing those. Um, I also posted about I'm looking to expand um, our synchro coverage and have a synchro team. And I put that out on social media a couple weeks ago. If you're still interested in helping with synchro, um, please reach out to me. That's you should find it right on the figure skaters online website. Um, if you did reach out to me and I haven't gotten back to you, don't worry. I will get back to you soon. We have some time here. Synchro is also in an off season and they don't start up until later on. Um, I just wanted to kind of get, see who was out there, who was interested in that. So, um, yeah. So if you're still interested in helping with Synchro, please, you know, feel free to, you can reach out on this week in skating as well. And, um, I can get to you. You can get to me that way as well. Um, and I'm also working on some websites, so I, it's been exciting that I haven't... Daphne, I don't know when the last time I designed a skater's <laughs> website, but I'm working on two of them. So um, that's been dusting off the web design skills and been working on that. So those will be coming soon, hopefully very soon. Those are so much fun. I haven't done very many recently. It's been only like the upkeep and the maintenance mm-hmm. on websites that I've been doing. 
I'd love to get back into it and start designing again. I just haven't had the time. Um, and on IDC, we focus mostly on ice dancers yeah. anyway. But yeah. if, you know, at some point I'd love to get back into it. It's just doesn't something, it's not something that fits into my schedule right now. Yeah. And I will be honest, it was dusting off the skills in, I had a site pretty much, I felt like it was almost ready to go. And I've done this before. I've like totally go, okay, I like it. Yeah. Nope. We're going to start all over. And I just did that with one of the sites. I just was like, nope, not feeling this anymore. Starting all over again. So, but I'm had so much of the content already done that I should be able to get this site almost done so I can work on another one. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I do that too when it comes to designing. I let it percolate overnight. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see how I feel the next day. In some cases, I just change a couple things and other th- others, I just go crazy and redo the whole thing. Yep. Um, Anne does that with her articles. Like, she likes to let it percolate for the night, and then she'll send it to me when it's ready. Yes, I do that and with so, my articles as well. Yeah, I think it's a good plan, because even if you're just tweaking a couple things, something will stand out to you, Yeah. and you want to get it so that it's right. Yeah. I had, I had taken a few days away from that site, and then went back to it and looked at it and was like, mm, it's too dark for me. I'm not feeling this. And switched yeah. it up a little bit and said, okay, changed the theme, went back to a theme I was more comfortable with rather than a newer theme. And yeah, so, um, and I think they'll like it um, once I get it finished. Okay, well, we have reached the end of our episode. However, our last piece of business for today is we're going to spin the wheel and find out who won that This Week in Skating mug. So I have entered the names on... The Wheel of Names website, which allows us to spin a wheel. And I'm going to go ahead and spin it now. And let's All see right. what happens. Here we go. Oh, drum roll music. <laughs> and our winner is Lady Wave 4. I think we know who that is. I think we do. Okay. <laughs> well... Congratulations to Lady Wave Wave 4. Please reach out to us with your contact information and we will get the mug to you. And you should know how to reach out to us because I just told you how to do so. And I think you may be following us and know how to get a hold of us. So congratulations. And we will do another giveaway uh, in season two. But um, Absolutely. I think we'll do more of them different things if there's other swag that you guys would love for us to include in a giveaway let us know this is new to us we like to listen to what you guys want to hear from our episodes and also what you might like in a giveaway so please let us know via one of the ways gina mentioned earlier but with that we are at the end of the episode thanks everyone for listening and for your support through season one We're excited for season two. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a nice week.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.